welcome to Assurance in Action, Intertext podcast that discusses key assurance trends and topics. Today's guest is Andy Jaynes, Group Director of Operations for Intertech Crystal and Intertech Checkpoint. He's here to talk about Security Check, an audit program which focuses on security in hotels. Andy, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you. You're very, you're very welcome. It's, uh, it's great to be uh, able to discuss uh, what is such an important area of risk, uh, certainly within our industry, uh, and particularly uh, the security check audit program. And uh, just a little bit about uh, the history of it, um, what it covers, uh, and really what we're looking to, to try and achieve by, by conducting uh, this audit program globally. So security check itself was created back in in 2017 and was really a uh, a response uh, following uh, the incidents that happened in in 2015 and to address the lack of security standards uh, within hotels uh, and address the absence of of a global standard throughout the industry uh, and, and with the main aim being to essentially set that foundation um, uh, globally uh, was the initial aim um, to allow hotels to better protect guests, staff and property. When we are conducting um, or when we did implement the program um, and when we roll out the audit programs, uh, the security check uh, process uses experienced and trained security professionals that have extensive uh, operational experience conducting these audits globally in all regions. Uh, and that's a really important part of uh, not only uh, security as a whole, but of this audit program uh, to ensure that we are raising those standards uh, across the board and throughout the industry. And we really look to highlight uh, physical and procedural gaps uh, in the security operations within the hotels. Uh, some areas, certainly some regions and some countries uh, are more advanced than others uh, and of course there are those countries um, that the security operations are really just non-existent uh, and off the back of that we really look to provide structured recommend recommendations uh, and changes uh, and help and support hotels not only understand um, the foundations of security and the importance of, of identifying risk um, but how they can build uh, and further strengthen uh, their security operations so they are in a position to be able to provide um, that level of, of safety and, of course, the duty of care for all guests, staff and property. But we also uh, train uh, and coach hotel staff um, to ensure that that knowledge base is there um, and we're, we're giving them the tools to then go away and, uh, and really build uh, on their understanding uh, and, and the security process. So if we look at, I guess, the security uh, audit in a little more detail and exactly what we aim to cover, uh, there are many different areas uh, of, of the security operation in, in a hotel, and we certainly try to capture them all. Uh, and just looking at some of the key points here, uh, of course, access control, um, loss prevention, um, emergency procedures are, are a very important one, um, but one in which lots of hotels, you know, really only focus on and, you know, forget to put everything else in behind that. 
um, child safeguarding, uh, incident response and incident management, uh, and of course, post-incident investigation. Uh, we also touch on cybersecurity uh, and the fundamentals uh, of that um, and security documentation. But we put a lot of effort into uh, reviewing and assessing uh, the security risk assessment and the risk identification process that has taken place. Uh, that's always being the starting point of, of where we start with our audit programs, but also what we've seen globally in most regions uh, is this is an area that, that lots of hotels just do not conduct. Uh, and therefore, what we find is they're building security operations uh, on top of a process that hasn't first identified the risks that affect that particular hotel in that particular region. And we, you know, we really, really look to tr push that point um, with, with all of our hotels um, and of course provide the knowledge, the training and the awareness behind you know, just why that first step is so important. So the main aim of this, and, and certainly when we started, was yes, we understood that security standards were not where they needed to be. And arguably today, you know, we're still a very, very long way from that. And it's fair to say that over the last few years, security has been improving uh, throughout the industry, not at the speed in which it should, but it, nevertheless, it has been improving. But what the pandemic has has now caused is, you know, I think a delay in that progression. And of course, COVID became, from a risk management perspective, became the great distraction um, for for hotels because, of course, you know, if they closed for a long time and when they did open, they they were fighting to survive and, and so on. So. What we certainly see is very often security and any investment in security is the first thing to go when finances are extremely tight. So one of the tasks we are trying to complete at the moment is just trying to understand the damage that that's done and, and you know, and, and how far that has set us back. Um, and most importantly, of course, getting that process started again and really trying to drive the standards forward. And as I mentioned uh, previously, the you know the the key aim there is really getting that education out uh, and and the understanding of the importance of the risk assessment process and the identification of security risks. And a good example of this is because we also conduct lots of other risk um, audit programs in different areas. You know, when we the very first question we ask or and we sit down with management teams is let's review your current security risk assessment. Uh, and a lot of the time, you, you know, we're faced with uh, health and safety risk assessments and, and just trying to explain the, the fundamentals, why they're so different and the importance uh, placed on the hotel conducting a very thorough security risk assessment. And the biggest challenge here is then, of course, explaining to hotels why they face security risks and what those look like. Um, and, uh, and in a lot of cases, the response will be, well, you know, that's never happened here, so do we need it? Um, or, you know, that that could never happen here. Uh, and just changing that mindset uh, is, is, is really important, uh, certainly from 
an audit perspective, but also if we want to to change the way that the industry uh, sees and you know thinks about security, it, it's changing that mindset um, and really reinforcing the fact that you know, first and foremost there is no country um, that is exempt from from security risk, you know, and be that uh, you know a very very basic. Um, or, or very extreme, you know, understanding the spectrum, conducting that assessment, and then building a robust security program, uh, security plan on top of that, uh, you know, is is essential. Um, and one of the things we look at is certainly loss prevention. Uh, of course, they are a business at, at the end of the day, so we we go through all of these processes with them. Um, all forms of, of physical assaults, um, anything to do with with, with drugs and alcohol, uh, things like child safeguarding uh, incidents and procedures, um, sexual harassment, sexual violence, uh, sexual violence towards women and towards children. And when we talk about these things, of course, it's very easy to uh, to sensationalize uh, different areas of, of security, but that's really not what this is about it's it's trying to educate and, and you know give them that knowledge and understanding that they need to be firstly conducting uh, their assessments but then you know actively putting control measures in place uh, to try and reduce the risk uh, as much as they possibly can uh, and when we look back over some of the incidents that have happened within hotels you know, across uh, over the last 5 years all of these different areas you, you know very much has precedence within hotels and that's you know of course from petty theft whether that's internal theft or, or external theft so are employees uh, stealing from the hotel especially in in countries where you have you know, very very nice five-star establishments but the surrounding area is you know, it is, is economically run down um, and, and the individuals working in the hotel when presented with an opportunity. Um, and we're not saying, you know, that that, that, that happens um, and, and all employees would, would, would do that. But what we are asking is, have you considered that this is a risk? And if so, what procedures have you put in place to try to control that? And when we look at uh, certainly at any kind of sexual harassment and violence, you know, one of the key questions we ask and the discussions we we have with with all hotels in all regions is what procedures do you have in place or, or have you identified that the risk against lone female travelers, you know, could be a problem? Uh, and it's one that really causes quite a quite a long debate in that, you know, going back to the concept of, well, that's never happened. and. You know, we do we really need to be thinking about that? But actually, when you look across the industry as a whole and and start to look at incidents that have involved violence against women, you, you know, the numbers really start to stack up. And we've seen some some very horrendous cases and quite high profile cases over the last three years alone. So again, you know, not trying to scare tactic hotels into doing this, but just giving them the understanding at the very first step, conducting that risk identification process and building from there, you know, is is crucial. 
And of course, you know, we always end up at, at the far end or the most extreme end of, of the spectrum uh, when it comes to security risk. When we start thinking about things like organized crime, uh, human trafficking, um, terrorism, or you know, any act of extreme violence, um, and then asking, well, you know, what procedures do we have in place? Do we currently have in place um, that would allow you to react to, to such an incident? Uh, and very often, you know, you come across none um, because it's never happened before, and it's such a you know a wild thing to be thinking about. Um, you know, that couldn't possibly ever happen here. Um, but unfortunately, you know, over certainly over the last ten years, there are there are, there are a number of, of cases and quite a large number of cases where where this has happened. And if we take a moment just to look at, let's say, terrorism, of course, you know, we've all seen the global newsworthy events that have happened. Of course, you know, what happened in Tunisia, specifically targeting hotels, was was a big changing point. Uh, but also, if we then look at uh, at other countries where you know they have a very extreme acts of violence, but are you know drug related and not necessarily related to terrorism, uh, and so on. And again, all coming back to just wanting the hotels to understand the risk and uh, you know, what they should be doing to try to prevent that, especially from a procedural perspective. And if we stick with emergency procedures for a moment uh, and look at what certainly what the, the, the British government were, um, were were implementing to raise awareness around uh, emergency procedures within hospitality and within hotels uh, and that was the run high tell policy and you know, this was directly aimed at general staff so in lots of environments you'll go to hotels they have security teams uh, and so on but very often none of that information or, or none of those procedures are really filtered down to to general staff so what would you do what would your be your role in, in this scenario um, and the, the run high tell policy was just a you know very uh, a very simple process that would encourage general staff to at least do something um, you know, if they weren't happy about a you know, particular scenario that was playing out or they're unsure about something to tell someone um, and, and forcing them into some kind of action. So that's a good example of you know, a general awareness program being rolled out and that's what we're really looking to do with with security, but but, a, but on a much wider and a more in-depth scale, targeting not only the management team, but also the security team and also the general staff, and really focusing on training, awareness and understanding. And of course, the policies and the procedures being fully implemented to support all of that. Uh, and, and that's where security check uh, really comes into its own. It's a very, very in-depth process that looks to um, draw out all of that information. But what's important about this, and certainly for, for, for all of my security auditors that conduct these audits, is it's not a policing exercise. Um, and if it were, you know, it'd be very difficult to continue to raise those standards. So, you know, we very much mix the Yes, of course, identifying the defects and making it very, very clear that this needs improving, but then also providing the clear recommendations of how they can go about doing that. 
um, you know, whether that's utilizing existing assets um, to to maximize uh, their capability, you know, or indeed if if it requires investment uh, and how they should approach that uh, and what they should be looking for. And again, all with the very clear aim to continually raise security standards uh, across the industry. Um, and if we're being completely honest, um, and as I mentioned at the beginning, you know, we're, we're not there yet uh, and the industry's not there yet and there's a long way to go. Um, and, and it's just getting that uniformed process in place. And, uh, you know, as I also mentioned, there are some very, very good countries that, you know, really take this seriously um, and have very, very clear processes in place. Uh, and then there are those, you know, that are, are very much in the middle. You know, they have um, processes, they, they have security staff perhaps or equipment, but don't really, haven't really connected the dots and it's not a fully integrated system. Uh, so they're very much, you know, the in-between and not utilizing what they have or fully understanding how to implement a security operation. And then there are those that, you know, very much live by the, you know, this is a very safe country. We don't need security here. You know, we don't need security staff. It's never happened. So, you know, we're good. Um, and, and that's the mindset that's, you know, the really challenging part of, of this that, that we really want to change. Um, and hopefully, you know, now the world is, is opening up again. Uh, we can very much get back to to global travel and to to pushing the security audit far and wide um, and really, really pushing the need and the education behind security. And you know, what are the key conversations that I always have with with general managers in in all hotels I go to is firstly, you know, stating a very simple fact that no country is free from security risk. It, and you know it's just very true uh, you know and whether that's a very very simple form or you know of criminality or or whether it's an extreme risk um you know such as uh, gun related uh, violence or or indeed terrorism and most importantly you know really putting the point across that just because something has never happened that doesn't mean that it can be ruled out and, and doesn't mean that it should not be at least considered in the risk assessment process. And, and this is the key challenge because very often if there is no precedence, then it you know it will very quickly be forgotten. Um, so you know that's very much one hurdle that we're we're, we're really looking to to overcome certainly over over the next year or so as as we really start to to get back to some kind of, of normality but also reinforcing especially with security managers um, or indeed if the hotel does not have a, a dedicated security manager the individual responsible for security that security risk is ever-changing and procedures, uh, policies, um, you know, all of their processes have to be continually reviewed uh, and updated uh, and should not be left stagnant for any period of time. Now, we've certainly seen it in some cases where a, a group-wide policy implemented 10 years ago covering you know, nine very different countries was, was still the only operational security procedure in, in place. And, 
that just doesn't work. Uh, you know, and really kind of reinforcing that with the management teams and helping them understand how they can implement their site-specific processes um, and and marry that up with the corporate-wide uh, processes uh, has been a particular challenge. And I guess one of the you know one of the most difficult conversations, especially when you're discussing this with department managers and general staff, is some areas of, of security are difficult to discuss, especially when we are looking at, at, at emergency procedures um, and, and putting that across in you know in the correct way, but reinforcing the fact that it still needs to be considered, no matter how difficult a conversation it is. Uh, and it still needs to be included in the risk assessment, and you you must have uh, very clear policies in place on certainly how uh, the hotel would react and respond to to such an incident. And and finally, you know certainly across lots of European countries, we we come across hotels that do not have security teams, you know, and that's absolutely fine. But you know what we do say to them is just because you do not have a security team, you know, it does not mean that you do not have a responsibility or a duty of care to provide a safe and secure environment for your guests. Because regardless of, of whether a hotel sees the need or not, again, you know, there is plenty of precedents across these countries where security incidents have happened. Um, and, you know, and very specifically within hotels. Um, so yeah, it's you know, it's it's a very much a uh, an education piece, and 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 really driving that message forward. Uh, and security check very much looks to do all of that and more. And yes, of course, you know, we do have a a minimum standard and grading that that all hotels must pass to be certified um, with the security check. Um, certification, um, but even if they do pass, we always look to you know follow up uh, and support uh, and assist all of our clients in driving their security operations forward as as much as possible. Um, and hopefully, you know, now we are coming out the back of the pandemic, and uh, and and hopefully the industry is getting back on its feet and budgets are getting back where they need to be. Uh, that investment will continue to be pushed in the security direction as well as all other areas of risk uh, and we you know we start to see those standards climbing back up to where they need to be so it's going to be a very interesting uh, year or so ahead uh, and hopefully security check will play a very big part in aiding uh, and helping certainly all of our clients uh, and the industry uh, as a whole uh, raise the standard uh, across the board thank you so much um, and uh, thank everyone for listening. Um, please follow us and like us on Twitter and LinkedIn, um, the links of which uh, are in the description of this podcast. Um, thank you and have a great day.